Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to another episode of We're Not Fucking Historians with me, Shane Todd. And who's that over there on the brow of a hill? Oh, who's that? Who, who, who do we see? Oh, it's you. It is I. Yeah. Hazel Hayes. Sorry, I thought you were also looking for someone else. And I, was like, I, well, I don't know. I was just trying to take part in the bit. It was a weird metaphor. Um, we, <laughs> uh, If you haven't listened to this podcast by now, uh, let me explain what it is. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We look through Irish history. We look for the best stories. And sometimes they're really old. Like last week when we did The Children of Lear, mm-hmm. which took place so long ago that Hazel, you did the episode and you don't even know when it was. Pre-history it was. Which is so convenient for us, isn't it? When something's like, it can't be documented properly. Yeah, yeah, I love that, because then I don't have to remember any dates. My story today is about the DeLorean. The rise and fall of an Irish-built sports car. Now, that's not something you put together, Irish and sports car. No. Hazel, what do you drive? I don't. Well, no, isn't the thing about you, you've got a license, but you don't have a car. Love driving, have a license, had a car in Ireland, moved to London, no point having a car. Right. There's just no point having a car because you can't fucking park anywhere and the tube gets you everywhere you need to go. So I don't have one here, but I miss it. I had no idea that the DeLorean had anything to do with Ireland. I mean, we do claim a lot of things, don't you we? Joke, you didn't know? No. I thought we'd all know. I honestly that, like... didn't know. I swear to God, when you said we're doing something about DeLorean, I was like, oh, this is going to be a person called fucking Mark DeLorean who it just just so happened the car got named after or something. But you're actually doing it about the car. Yeah, the third king of Leinster, DeLorean. Mark Um, DeLorean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, no, we don't, I wouldn't say we have a massive history of automobile stuff. I can't think of any other famous Irish cars. We had Eddie Irvine. He was good. Yeah, but he, he isn't a car. No, but he drove around in one, didn't he? He And he did it quite fast. He did. And to be fair, he's popped up more in these episodes than anyone ever could have imagined himself included. Mick Hucknall has come up more than Eddie Irvine. (laughs) And the two gay burns have come up a fair bit. Eddie Irvine, actually, have I ever said that I once... (laughs) This is so random. Speaking of cars, I used to work for Hertz Rent-A-Car. Okay. Full title, Hertz Rent-A-Car. And I... I was like in customer service. Sorry, can I just say, Hertz Rent-A-Car sounds like a Viking guy that would have invaded us. (laughs) That's what it's named after. He (laughs) invaded Dublin. Um, (laughs) Hertz Rent-A-Car. 
So I worked for them. I was in customer service. And then they put me on like kind of dedicated account management Mm -hmm. where I was doing like written correspondence with like silver tier customers or whatever. So every once in a while, you'd get the odd like BC rate celebrity Mm -hmm. writing in about some shitty car experience they had. P.S. I will just say while working for Hertz, I just gave people whatever what they wanted. Right. I was that girl. Because I didn't care about the fucking corporation or the bottom line. I was it's just not like, out I just... Pocket. Not coming out of my pocket. Someone's had a shitty experience. They te- they, they'd write these emails. They were so sad. It was people, they missed funerals. They missed cruises. They couldn't get to family who were sick, you know, because cars broke down or they didn't get help or the car just wasn't there. And I was like, that's shit. Here's yeah. have, a, have a bunch of money on us. Have a million. My, my boss was not too pleased. Anyway, one day I, I got a message from Eddie, our Eddie. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the honestly that's the answer. Eddie Irvine, for anyone who doesn't know, is a former former Ferrari Formula One driver. A lot of yeah. F's there from <laughs> he's from Bangor, Northern Ireland. And I guess Northern Ireland is more linked with the DeLorean than the South because it was built in Belfast. So DeLorean are these really iconic and I'm not a big car guy. I have a picture of one. I'm oh, going really? to move to I swear to God. I'm about okay. to put this on my wall. Hold on. Oh, well. I know this is a podcast and no one can see. No, that's fine. People like to go behind behind the curtain. If you want to see this clip, you'll have to look on Instagram. Look it up because people will Instagram. know it when they see it. There's a wee DeLorean. And a little reflection that. of you as well. Look um, at that. Yeah, I have that framed. That's that's come down off the wall, but it's going back up soon. I've just moved. So the main way people will know the DeLorean as a car, and, and yeah, I, I, I sort of mentioned there, this won't be a car episode. Don't Don't be like... I don't like cars. Hey, do we look like we like cars? No. No. Or the movie. Yeah. Neither. No. But this is a good story. The DeLoreans are really linked to Back to the Future because they were they were featured in that, the DeLorean. So we're going to talk about that in the end. But yeah, they're, they're these kind of like sports cars that were really like garish in a way. They have what are called, called gull wing doors, which are those doors that move up instead of out. You know, sports cars that remember in Dumb and Dumber, the they had them as well. They lift up, and that like was wings. like the dream back in the day to have a car that did that. Why? Uh, they have, I don't know. <laughs> people just wanted that? to spend money on things that they thought was futuristic. It had a an unpainted stainless steel body. It had a rear mounted engine. It was a bit uh, like myself. Hey, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know either. But it was a real like revolutionary design, revolutionary car. Now John DeLorean himself was American. I actually thought he was Irish, but he, he isn't. He's American. So there is a dude by the name of DeLorean. John DeLorean. He had worked uh, for Ford, for General Motors. He was like a young, hotshot kind of guy. Um, and then he set up the DeLorean Motor Company, also known as DMC. And on the front of DeLorean, you will see the three letters DMC. Um, this was in 1973. He left his job to set up his own his own place. Now, Hazel, they describe him as a handsome engineer in this account that I read. That's can I just say, <laughs> I looked at his picture and I'd swipe the way that is the way you swipe if you're saying nish nish. We like, always do. We need to learn which way you swipe on Tinder if you're not fucking interested. Yeah, I would just say, I would just give him a big fat no. <laughs> big okay, fat now, I don't want to disrespect the guy's legacy. We'll do that throughout the episode. Um, so he sets up his own company Um the company DMC ends up bankrupt less than a decade later. He gets arrested by the FBI in a cocaine trafficking sting operation. But in a no. way, his gamble pays off. His car 
despite having loads and loads of problems, goes down in history and gets a, might get a bit of a second lease of life. Hazel, are you interested in this story? I'm so interested. What you've done there is like you front loaded. You've done that yep. thing that they do mm-hmm. like on Netflix where they're like, all this to come. And, yep. and then they do the episode. It all happens and I say, let me tell you how we got here. Think of this car as the Tesla of its day. All right, it was totally different. It was turning heads. It wasn't like all the rest of the stuff that was out there. Um, and John DeLorean, this guy, wanted to make an ethical sports car. He wanted it to be safe, fuel efficient. He wanted it to like last long for people that were going to drive it. So it really was like the first Tesla almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and a thousand percent, I don't know if there's articles or interviews on this, but Elon Musk definitely has been influenced by the DeLorean. Um, so this, this guy's seen as a maverick. He wants to do it his own way, and that kind of will be his downfall. The DeLorean. Gullwing doors rise effortlessly, beckoning you inside. The sleek, stainless steel DeLorean. Beautifully crafted for long life. The DeLorean is one of the most awaited automobiles in automotive history. Drive the DeLorean. Live the dream today. So, DeLorean wants to make this car. Hazel, if you want to design something, where in the world do you go? Who do you speak to? What nationality of people when it comes to design? The Italians. The Italians. And I think you knew the answer to that because over Zoom I kept doing this with my hands. You know, like doing the Godfather. <laughs> you went thing. very Jared Leto, House of Gucci there. Right. It's a me, a Jared Leto. A mamma mia. Yeah. I'm thinking a more Gino mia, I do the acting in the movie. <laughs> Isn't it funny when we think Italian, you think of Jared Leto and I think of Gino DeCampo? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's, a, it's an Italian designer called Giorgetto Quigaro. Allora, love but, it. But uh, this guy's made uh, sports cars for Maserati, Alfa Romeo, Volkswagen. He made He designed the original Golf. People love a go- People in Ireland love a Volkswagen Golf. Love a Golf. Golf. Young lads They're love so a Golf. reliable as your first car. Get a Golf. Oh, that's baller if your first car's a Golf. E- everyone. Well, I was always Ooh. told to get Volkswagen as a first car because it's... it's um, oh, I, I was running about in a Passat for a few years, but definitely oh, it took don't, me a while I didn't have one. I'm just saying people recommended. I had a fucking Deu Matiz. I called her Doris Deu. A little silver... A can, a little silver can, which right. was not safe, which eventually, I shit you not, leaked orange fluid all over my feet. Not and good. then And then just smoke burst out of it and I couldn't see out the windscreen. So I had to get her to like the, the fucking car graveyard with my head out the window driving because I couldn't see. It was a piece of shit. Hazel, are you Mr. Bean? It wasn't unlike that. <laughs> <laughs> Doris Deyu was my first and then I had little Yaris she was great Loved oh Yaris. nice I can see Tasha Yaris. Yaris if anyone is a Trekkie they'll understand that joke I would love to see the Venn diagram of Trekkies and we're not fucking historians listeners and like who's in the middle there write in let us know if you're a Trekkie and you get the tar- Tasha Yaris joke someone could design that artwork and when this guy designed the DeLorean he based it on a, a 1970s concept car he created for Porsche called the Tapiro and it had the gull wing doors and stuff as well. The the DeLorean has a massive link to to Belfast. And it's something, now that you say, like, you weren't aware of it, it's something, like, young people nowadays wouldn't really know. There's no real, in my mind, oh my there's God, no Shane, real thank legacy. thank you for calling me young. Well, 
No, I said like I said separately. I said young people probably as we've established. I mean, people listen to this don't know they think you're somewhere between sixty eight and yeah. ninety. You know, because yeah. like you yeah. do talk about making your own jam and I all do. that all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, so in nineteen seventy six, DeLorean, um, this maverick of the car industry, has a prototype made. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uses all these innovative methods, um, and uh, he he just he just he doesn't play by the rules. This guy, he doesn't play by the rules. He moves the engine from the middle to the rear. He puts in Oof. a V six powertrain. I don't know what that is, but um, he does all this design stuff at the expense of the driving experience. So I think people were like, "Yeah, man, it looks good and you're cool, but this drives like a piece of shit." Is it like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer met his brother who was played by Danny DeVito and he had like he, he wanted him to design a car and then he just let Homer design a car and it was like, do you remember this? No. Oh, uh, it's what you're describing is this episode of The Simpsons. Right. Where right, he, right. he completely just the driving experience went out the window yeah. and there's a big bubble in the middle and the horn honks like La Cucaracha. Ba 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 ba. Oh, maybe I and have like, seen this. It's a, it's a, it's a monstrosity. I'm pretty sure that's what he calls it. Is a monstrosity at the end. But this is what I'm now imagining. This poor guy is putting together. All right, you egghead! I want a place in this car to put my drink. Sir, the the car has a beverage holder. Hello, hello, Einstein. I said a place to put my drink. You know those super slinkers they sell in a quickie mart? The cup is this big. Extremely large beverage holder. I'm not done yet. You know that little. Right, and I think some people might look at Delorean, Delorean and think it is ugly. But it, it was such a futuristic type design for the yeah. time. Uh, DeLorean actually wanted to build a car in Puerto Rico and signed this agreement to build it on the site of a former US Air Force base. But he gets a better offer from the British government who convinced him to head over to Northern Ireland to do it. Now, what's funny is I imagine like because he's American, that maybe yeah. was easy done. But if you were to say to anyone, like if you were saying to an English businessman, Build your cars in 1970s Northern Ireland. They go, do you know what? I'm all right. Don't worry about it. Thanks for the offer. But because DeLorean's American, he doesn't know what we're up to I over got here. A fucking clue. He do you know where you should go build that? Yeah. Belfast. That's like me being in like... In the 70s. Yeah, I'm loving doing these Leicester Square Theatre shows in London. Someone goes, you, sh- you should do one in Helmand Province. It'll be cheaper. We'll get you cheap. We'll get you a better door cut. Uh, it's like saying to someone now, and I really don't mean to be offensive when I say this, like, but you know where you should do that Kiev? Yeah. Head over to Ukraine. Get that do the key there. fringe. Um, oh, yeah. I'd see how it goes. Um, <laughs> but he had no clue. No, no clue. clue. No clue. So he, the, the, the company receives about... They think it was $120 million in government grants to build this purpose-built plant to make these cars. Um, it's in a place called Dunmurray, which is near Belfast, and they can make they want to make 30,000 cars, and they're going to employ 2,000 people. So this is huge at a, time, is huge. Where, at a time where Belfast um, is, is going through the troubles they and, do with the health, and conflict. So, yeah, this would have been a godsend for so many people yeah. that needed work. They, there was like a three-week delay in shipping the cars across the Atlantic and uh, and a bad exchange rate and stuff like this. So there's there's bad business going on, basically. <laughs> and a lot of people hiding newspapers from the American guys. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> where's like, the, yeah, where is the newspaper this morning? Oh, it didn't arrive. Didn't arrive. Yeah, we don't we don't Cutting have news. So don't ever watch TV. <laughs> don't, don't don't turn that on. Dorian wants to sell these cars for twelve grand, twelve thousand uh, dollars, which is why it's called the the model of the car is called the DMC twelve. That was his idea, DMC twelve, twelve thousand dollars. But when it when it eventually gets launched in nineteen eighty one, hey, he's selling it for twenty five Gs, because he, he realizes that it's not economical and it's cost him so much to ship it over. Um, oh my god! Which it, it's seventy thousand dollars in today's money, so it's like a top sports car. But is it a top sports car? Like, does it? operate as is it good no they weren't good cars oh god it was apparently like their main competition was corvette which at the time cost sixteen thousand dollars so it was really but by 1983 these cars were costing thirty four thousand. so they became oh a bit god. of like a novelty figure but they were mm-hmm. they were selling well like they were rolling off the line january 1981 and from like the first production to the second they make some improvements uh, their workers acquire more skills and uh, apparently people say like what you didn't want is some of the first wave of the cars they produced oh, because okay. you know they got some negative press for not being safe and that kind of thing it's like when you're and making pancakes the first one's always a bit shit the first you just yeah. gotta sacrifice the first pancake that's exactly yeah, that's what it is but unfortunately this is a car which you're gonna be driving <laughs> which you costs know? 80 grand yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so um, <laughs> even though these look like really <laughs> quick futuristic sports cars critics said these cars don't have any power um the no the engine way, produced no. 130 horsepower which isn't good it took over 10 seconds to get from not to 60 um and uh, <gasps> my day Matiz could have done better than that uh, yeah well you you could you would have you would have won a drag race against uh, uh <laughs> is that what it's called yeah because yeah. I was thinking of RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. but it is a drag they've, race, they've but really, in my head. They've really taken the term drag race now, so that it feels <laughs> weird to compare it to, to use it for cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were selling cars, but they kept getting all this negative press, and people that like cars were panning it. And soon things started to like change a bit. Like They were running out of money. They needed cash. And then in 1982, so only like a year or so after these cars yeah. were rolling off the line, John DeLorean gets arrested because he gets videotaped in an FBI sting during which he agrees to finance a, a fake cocaine smuggling operation in the hope that it's going to keep uh, his company afloat and give them a lot of cash. The phony banker seated on the left and DeLorean meet a suspected big-time drug smuggler, the real target of the undercover investigation, who says he won't get involved unless DeLorean was involved. A week later, uh, he, his company, DMC, DeLorean, has to file for bankruptcy. Um, oh they stop God. making cars in 1983. Hazel, do you know how many cars they ended up making in total? 24. 9,000. That was such a horrific, <laughs> horrific guess. That's annoyed me so much that you've gone so low. I'm talking about... Yeah, the first batch of cars wasn't that good, but then they were better. And you think they sold 24 cars? There's like Shane, 20 still you know running about Belfast. Me. Don't ever ask me to guess shit. I'll get it so wrong that it will ruin whatever you're trying to then get oh, to. Man. We did this with the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. It's happened already. Just stop asking me to guess. It will never even be in the fucking ballpark. Except that one time that I got it like so spot on, it was weird. 
Yeah, that's like that Kevin Bridges bit of material where he says, like, when you go and pay for an expensive round and you ask people to guess how much your round of yeah, drinks were and, yeah. and, and they guess it. And he's like, oh, it doesn't sound that expensive now. That's what that was. Um, look, we've wanna, got a cocaine. Do do tr- look, no, we'll do it again. Take two, take two. Go for it. Hazel, how many cars do you think they sold in total? A million. Nine thousand they only got to sell nine thousand we've got a sex sting drug (laughs) fbi scandal to talk about there's no sex involved but it sounds better bring chalk for your hands i've left you on a cliffhanger how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Welcome back 
to this episode of We're Not Fucking Historians. Is this Hazel? Are we about to talk about our first sting operation? I think this is our first sting operation. However, yes. before the break, you led with we've we've got a sex sting operation. I lied about that. There's no sex. To my knowledge, in it. there is none. There's not, but sometimes you gotta say that, and then you hook them in, and then you just have to be honest. And then they none. listen to all those fucking shit ads, and then they come back, and then they're like, well, "Where's the sex? We can John, add a bit of sex. We can add a bit of sex." Yeah, John DeLorean at some point in his life probably had sex. So there ah, you yeah. go. There's the link yeah, 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 in yeah, one yeah. of his there cars, probably. His parents would have had to for him to be born. So there you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. So. DeLorean gets caught in this FBI drug scandal. This guy is mad. I kind of want to take him for a pint, though. Yeah, and I think there's been... We're going to talk about a film version of this at the end, but there's movies and documentaries made about this, and I must watch one. Um, (laughs) DeLorean eventually gets acquitted of all the charges. It takes two years later um, when a jury unanimously decide the FBI had illegally entrapped him. There's a two-year gap, though, between the charges and this. So that's no good to him because by the time he gets acquitted, his company's gone and his factory shuts down. I'd love to know. I'd probably passed this factory so many times now, whatever is there now. Yeah. I, I must find out, actually, what has replaced I was going to say, the other thing, like when you said they, they offered up Northern Ireland as the place to build these cars. Yeah. Like, and obviously the, the troubles are the obvious reason why you, you don't do that. Um. But also, like, I just would have thought Northern Ireland hasn't, like, famously done so well with, like, building vehicles. You're going to mention the Titanic. I was. I was going to let you mention the Titanic. If at first you don't succeed, get up and try again. Sure. It's just it's not, like, the world capital of building vehicles that then go on to do well. You know? It just feels a bit cursed. Yeah, I think that probably didn't help the DeLorean but I think they got them over here because you know they knew it would be cheaper oh look they and probably... I'm so glad that they've created all those jobs and helped the economy that's great I'm just well, wondering it was it the same years. it wasn't the same factory was it what do you mean where they where they made where they made it where they made the, the oh they didn't make you oh you, sorry you think they made the Titanic in a factory oh that'd no, be a like good a one big shipyard someone maybe... phone a haulage firm and see how we're going to get this down to the docks or I know why don't we just build it in the docks soap in the shipyard soap. they use soap do you remember yeah 5,000 tons of soap 5,000 tons of soap name of your rap album um <laughs> DeLorean uh, goes bankrupt. It's its whole stock gets uh, acquired by another company that sells all their remaining cars for about twenty grand each. Um, oh but my god! Just after its demise, yeah. The DeLorean. Because I know what's coming up. Because this has happened around eighty three, and I know what happens in yeah. nineteen eighty five. Right. So in nineteen eighty one, uh, two filmmakers, Robert Zemeckis. Zemi boy. Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, they're writing a script about a teenager that travels back in time using a time machine built from a refrigerator. You know what I'm talking about. 1984, Back to the Future is in production and John DeLorean is still on trial at that point for drug trafficking. Um, the the refrigerator, though, is written out and they, put, they make the vehicle something way more iconic. Um, and at the last minute, they make a decision to pick, pick a DeLorean for Doc Brown's character, uh, for his plutonium-powered time machine. So the, 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 the DeLorean becomes a hugely iconic piece of film. The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? 
See, now you're speaking my language. We can t we can talk about Back to the Future all day long. What what a feel good, funny, yeah. brilliant, emotional film Back to the Future is. So, um, three cars get built for the film in a Back to the Future. And uh, the the main vehicle that they use in Back to the Future is on display still today in the Peterson Automotive mm -hmm. Museum in L.A. Um, I've touched the, it. You have? I have. You're not supposed to, though. I got in trouble. Oh, shit. When they did the Ready Player One premiere here in London, they brought the DeLorean over. They wheel it out for events. Yes, frequently. we have. There's a few guys here who have them and rent yeah. them out for a there's few a, quid. Yeah, there's a few still doing the rounds, but they wheel, they wheel this one out. They had the original one. Speely was there. There was all this hype. So yeah, I sort of like I sort of went and had a little. Bit, leaned against it and took some photos, and people were like, "Don't touch that car." Um, right. But then also Steven Spielberg was there, and we went to like shake hands with him, and similarly, like, "Don't touch Steven." So you really don't touch things at these events, is what we've learned. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was there, and it was it was quite cool to see it. It was actually quite cool to see because so Back to the Future came out in 1985, also the year I was born. I have a real affinity with this film. Nice. I like it. I like that you've got a link. I do. I have a little link. And it, and I just, it's the first sci-fi that I loved and time travel movie that I loved. And there are some questionable bits in it now, of course, looking back. But no, fucking wonderful film. And I did not know that it was going to be a fridge. Yep, yeah, it was originally supposed to be a fridge. And then they changed and... How were that. they getting it? But like, I just don't even understand the mechanics of that. I want to see that script. Anyway, it's a DeLorean. Sorry, continue. It was a DeLorean. The company that bought it, um, the present-day DeLorean Motor Company, has over 4 million original parts left over from the cars that they didn't make. Uh, but they used that to refurbish old DeLoreans to uh, like near-perfect condition, still now. Um, it's crazy. They, they go for... They, the DeLorean sell from somewhere now, now, in 2022, somewhere between 50 grand and 60 grand. Um and the the guy who's in charge of like re reconditioning them says they spend like 25 mm -hmm. 30 grand to get them up to like the standard you bought them in so there's serious money still in DeLoreans while you were telling that story that i looked online to see if you and me wanted to go halfers and buy a DeLorean there's one now they're selling quite a few in america but that doesn't suit us we could buy one in derbyshire for yeah. 85 grand okay 23000 miles or pounds pounds sterling pounds points that's a lot have a think and let me know and we could like, I will uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they come more. down on that a little bit I wonder if we could haggle would we like share, would we do like we'd share it and then like take like alternate weekends like with a child yeah exactly exactly <laughs> you have it during a week I get every other weekend love Easy it done. love it because DeLorean was such a character himself and the the company was so was so infamous the, the, as I said, there's always these documentaries and films about him. Alec Baldwin is playing him in, in this like documentary film type thing called Freeman Wait. John DeLorean. That must have been made a while ago. Yeah, I think it was. Okay. George Clooney's <laughs> yeah. production company also is going to make a, a biopic of John DeLorean. Really? Yeah, people love it. I've never... I've really just never seen anything about this man. I can't believe I didn't know he existed. I didn't know that they were built in Belfast. I, I knew his name was John DeLorean, but before researching this, I didn't know anything about him. No, nothing. In, in 2016, the guy, uh, surname Wynn, who owns the the company now that basically are DeLorean, yeah, yeah. Uh, he announced in 2016 he was going to use leftover parts to build brand new DeLoreans from scratch because they've got all the parts. Yeah. Um, 
but then he was unable to do it because the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration um, <laughs> basically said, like, don't do that. Don't, don't be at that. Please don't they, be making they, those cars anymore. They brought out new legislation about the production of low-volume replica cars. Um, they brought out but, new legislation that said cars need to be safe now. Yeah. <laughs> and preferably not kill A car people. that wasn't safe in the 80s and the 70s, don't be making a new version of that. Don't make more. Don't make more of them. It's crazy, isn't it? Because there's like, I guess, ironically, I guess, an alternate timeline where Back to the Future never got made. Yeah. And no one ever heard about they're just in a fucking scrap heap somewhere. Yeah. The company goes under and that's it. And, and you bring up the word DeLorean and I go, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. The, the movie completely saved us. It's the only reason that they would ever consider making more. That's mad. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> So it's just an unbelievable story, and it and it's not that long ago. I, I actually thought the Lorraines were maybe in the sixties. I thought they were back further than they were, mm-hmm. but conceivably somebody somebody like my dad's age could have worked for DeLorean and made these cars. And yeah, you do see them; they're wheeled out for anything locally. Anything. anything. They'd come to the opening of an envelope. Exactly. They love but it. I would love to. If anyone listening has a DeLorean, <gasps> has access to one, I would love Send us to. Bones. Send me bones and let me... But also... <laughs> I want to, for uh, like a big show promo or a tour or something, I want to drive to a gig in a DeLorean. Well, maybe, Shane, when we do our world tour, yep. the We're Not Fucking Historians world tour of all the places we've discussed, yep. which will obviously include Australia, uh, Buenos Aires, uh, we've, got, we've got New York on there, yep. so, just so many places we've influenced, most yep, of Caribbean. Europe... Of course, we're, I think I think we should go in the DeLorean. Just do the whole no air travel, no boat. No, we'll drive everywhere. Only DeLorean. Yes. Obviously, some there'll have to be some boats. Nope. Not with that attitude. <laughs> Shane. Yeah. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Nice. Love that. That was. People will think we set that up. People we think didn't. We set that I didn't up, even know what didn't. this episode was about. I'm so fucking. I could. I we could. You know, we could just quit the whole podcast now. I'm happy. I'm happy well, with that. Look, I happy. I think. I think. Read out the email that we've got, and then we're done. We're out of here. <laughs> we've got an email from Christy Edwards. How are you, Christy? On the subject of St. Paddy's Day and the Lenten loophole that I was talking about. Remember this? Yeah, I remember. Kirst, Christy says. I was, Kirsty, sorry. Christy says, "Where I? This is a long one. Uh, where I grew up in Louisiana." Louisiana. As oh, say. dang. The Tuesday before Ash Wednesday is called Fat Tuesday, which I love. I would love yeah. it more if it was spelled with a PH. It's not, but that's fine. It's called Fat Tuesday. It's the last day of a month long, at least, celebration of Mardi Gras. Lots of parades and king cake throughout the celebration. The king cake is a round cake, usually tasting like cinnamon bread and can be stuffed with anything coated in coloured sprinkles. Mm. I'm going to come back because that sentence confusing. Christy, it's not stuffed with anything coated in sprinkles. It's stuffed with anything. And then I needed a comma. It's also coated in sprinkles, Hazel, I imagine. You you have a real bad attitude to this email. <laughs> it just sounded like you could only put shit in it if you coated it in sprinkles. Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm an asshole. Okay. But they... Oh, I'm really confused. 
I feel like I feel like something's gone very wrong here. But they they bury a little baby inside. And whoever gets the baby has to bring the cake next year. Shane, that's not a real baby, is it? No, I'm going to say it's like a little jelly baby. It's like a wee jelly baby. A wee jelly baby. Yeah. Not clear, Kirsty. That isn't clear. Christy, that's not clear from the email. (laughs) Hazel. (laughs) A wee baby. Okay. In elementary school, which here in the States is under the age of 12-ish, if we got the baby on our cake, we get an ice cream as well as the cake. Lovely. Basically all around a great time. We were always told growing up that Fat Tuesday was the last day of fun and happiness till Easter. No fun or happiness between Fat Tuesday or Easter, apparently. We aren't Catholic, but my Oma and Opa were were and participated in Lent. Oma was born in Germany and said that at midnight they would dress in black and would have parades to the local church to signify the death of fun. <laughs> Isn't that neat? She writes. I actually like that a lot. I love so much time Christy. <laughs> this is great. Actually, I'm loving the tone. I'm getting the tone of this now. I think I was struggling because I was reading it in the tone of other emails. When I was younger, we moved to North Oklahoma because my dad's in the military. No one here celebrated Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday. It was so sad. So of course we had to carry on the tradition ourselves. Oh, can I just say, first of all, I'm, I'm a massive apology. <laughs> Hazel's attitude but can I just say shout out to the Edwards family yeah. for just continuing to do something yeah. that nobody else does because that's tough them. like when you move to a new place you want to fit in you try and follow yeah. the local customs but the Edwards are just like nah no. this is what we do no I'm gonna make a fucking cake I'm gonna stuff it with anything coated in sprinkles I'm yeah. gonna put a, t- a I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna bury a baby in it yep and then someone's going to get that and they're going to get ice cream and good for you. Sounds like a lot of fun. And then at midnight, we're all going to dress in black and go go mourn the death of fun. Yeah. Um, can I just say, let's add Oklahoma. Oh, we're, going, we're going to Oklahoma in a DeLorean. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. Haven't seen it. Not sure of the tune. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what the next line is, which is uncanny. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Hello at nothistorians.com. Is this email? Social medias. Hazel Hay, Shane Todd. Type it in, you'll find it. We put up little clips as well. For anyone's listening to this and hasn't seen the clips, there to be little video clips. <laughs> Said the L one. There do be little video clips on Instagram that you can watch. I get messages every fucking week on Instagram from people asking, where's the full video? It doesn't exist. It's a podcast. I'm so sorry. But you can watch You can watch the wee clips and then you can listen to the podcast. So here's a, what we're going to do is like the doors on a DeLorean. We're going to bring them down, which is yeah. not as cool as when they go up. No. We're going to bring them down. Yeah. We're going to start the engine and we're going to drive into just the end of the episode. <laughs> At 88 miles an hour? At 88 miles an hour. This this was a good episode. I like this. I li- I had a great time. I don't know about anyone at home, but I had fun. All right, let's go build a DeLorean. And here's until next time. We're not fucking historians. We're not fucking historians is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.